Welcome to 40 Plus Fitness for Women. I'm Lynn Setterloff, your host. And today we are going to talk about how do you know whether your weight training program is actually working, whether you're actually making any progress. Now, we know that there are so many factors that can affect our progress. In fact, there are so many that I covered them in two fairly long podcast episodes, number 12 and number 13. So if you haven't listened to those yet, then I definitely encourage you to take a listen to them. And the fact of the matter is that most likely it will take longer than you want. You'll feel it before you see it. And you'll want to give up along the way if outward uh, signs are the only thing that you're looking for and you are not also focused around the goals of health and long, happy lifestyle. So think a lot about why you're doing this. For me personally, for example, it has to do with, of course, to some degree, like how I want to look today. I don't want to well, look like what I used to think that a 50-something woman would look. I want to still look lean and fit. And of course, for my health, I'm doing it for my kids because I want to be around for them for a long, long time. Uh, for my grandkids, I want to be able to play with them. And I don't think they're coming anytime too soon, right? So I need to make sure that I'm keeping myself up to... Uh, up to snuff. And then also for my partner and not, and I'm there, I'm not talking about so much that, oh, I have to look amazing or I have to look like I'm 20. No, that's not what I'm talking about. But something that I have thought a lot about um, in recent past has actually been the fact that, you know, I, I'm now, you know, I'm divorced and looking for the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And that means that we are going to be together as our bodies decline physically. And of course, we may run across illness, cancer, other kinds of illness, and, and that may happen. And hopefully I find somebody who's willing to stick with me through those things. But then there's a whole lot of stuff that we can actually affect you know, keeping ourselves in good enough shape that we don't become a burden to the person who is closest to us, right? Making sure that we are able to manage at home and in everyday life as best as we can. But anyway, I digress. So let's get onto the topic of how do you know whether you are actually making progress? And this is going to be a short, sweet one. So there are lots of ways that you can track progress. And uh, here, oh, I think I have about six of them. So yes. So the first thing that I would advise everybody to do that, and do it now, if even if you've already started, is take progress pictures. It sucks. In the beginning, especially since most people start on their fitness journey because they are feeling bad about the way they look, or that has some aspect to it, or they're feeling like they're weaker than they were before. But it is really great then to have those pictures later on to refer back to. 
Now, here are uh, some tips on how to take good progress pictures. So you want to take them at least once a month. You can do it more often. For example, if you're on a fitness journey that includes a lot of weight loss, you may want to see the week-to-week progress. If it's if you've just started weight training, then you know the progress is a lot slower. So monthly is going to most likely be enough. But then again, if you're a woman who is still cycling, then there are times a month when you are more like bloated, for example, or less bloated or whatever. So that may make a difference. So you may want to take progress pictures more often or make sure that you're taking them at about the same time of month or the same time in your cycle. Now, I would do it at the same time of day in the same lighting or as close as you can get to that and in the same clothes. So I do this by, I do it in the morning because of course that's before you've eaten and you know, you're feeling the best about yourself, or at least I am. Uh, and you don't have the bloat that you might have because you ate a lot of carbs that day or your whey protein has made you gassy or whatever. So, and the same lighting, well, that's quite challenging actually where I live because it's super dark in the winter and super light in the summer. So I actually take them inside with artificial light, which, yeah, has its drawbacks. But anyway, it's the same lighting. So I figure they're more comparable that way. Then same clothes. And this is probably, I have to say, the hardest thing because I always have to look back like, what was I wearing last time? How high did I have it hiked up on my hips and and whatever? And and, uh, you want it to reveal enough so that you can see things like, you know, how is your back developing, you know, hips, legs, all the things. So a bikini is one option. I think some sports bras tend to be very covering, especially on the back side. So then it doesn't really show you your back as well. So choose something that's fairly revealing. Yeah. I mean, these pictures are for you not to share generally. And if you share them with your coach, then of course you can always uh, cover up certain areas or, or uh, what do you say, blur them. Yeah. And I have found the best way to do these is to actually take a video and then take screenshots. So I set up my camera uh, or it's actually my mobile phone and, uh, and then I press play on the video and I back up and I'm basically, I stand face forward to the camera and I'll, I'll like choose a position and hold that position for a few seconds. Then I'll turn to show my right side towards the camera and like hold out my arms so I can see kind of how front to back, because that helps me know how much visceral fat, you know, there is. And, um, then I'm going to put my hands on my hips. Then turn so my back is to the camera again with my arms out with my hands on my hips might have my legs spread a little bit further apart I might flex my muscles and then do one and then relax my muscles but in each of these positions I want to hold it long enough that then when I go and take the screenshots (laughs) there's actually a chance to take a screenshot then again like the left side of my body and then back to the front. So it doesn't take but maybe five minutes. So it's not a huge investment in time, but I am really glad that I have them now 
that I can look back a year back uh, at what I look like. Okay. And then if you are really into data, and so some of us really are into data, you may want to take tape measurement measurements. And uh, this is actually something I haven't done because, yeah, I think I can see things in other ways, but you could measure your waist, your hips, the widest part of your thighs, thickest part of your bicep, and and then see how those develop over time. And um, yeah, so so that's good. Then you can take body composition measurements. Now, these are never 100% perfect, but I figure they're like maybe better than nothing and give some kind of an indication of where, where you are. So one very popular one, I guess, especially in the States nowadays, are DEXA scans, which scan your body and tell you the, your body fat percentage. And they're apparently in bigger cities, you know, you can buy like a set of scans so you can go at regular intervals and see how your body composition is changing. Um, I've never done one because they don't have them here where I am. I am now uh, planning on having one done. Well, actually, I'll probably have had it done by the time this podcast is released because I'm really curious about my bone density. And the DEXA scan also tells that. So I'm I'm traveling to the States in early June. So this will come out probably right when I'm heading back on the plane, the Tuesday that I'm flying back. But um, in any case, I'm planning on doing a DEXA scan to check my bones. And then at the same time, of course, I'll get my body composition information. And that'll be interesting because I will want to compare that to what I have been using, which are in-body scans. Now that's a particular brand. I'm not associated with them. It just happens to be the one that my gym offers, but they use a bioelectrical impedance analysis to they put this light current through your body to make an assessment of your body composition. And so I've been having that done regularly since last fall because I really wanted to see, am I see, am I getting any results from my weight training? Because at that point I wasn't yet seeing so much result. I was, you know, so I wanted to get some more data, but those are less expensive. And I think they're available quite widely at various gyms. So that's an option. Now with the um, in-body scans, you'll want to follow the recommendations for what they say you should do or should and shouldn't do before the scan. For example, you don't want to have uh, done a very hard workout. Um, you shouldn't eat before the scan. Um, so I do them first thing in the morning. I basically get up and go to the gym and have it done. Sometimes that's like 8.30, sometimes it's nine. They don't always have like an 8.30 time, but I try to make it as as close as possible, as far as the conditions go. And then the previous day is definitely not a cardio day. Yeah. So that's an option. So having some kind of measurements, so tapes and tape measurements or body composition uh, measurements. And of course, the best way, and probably the most obvious way that you're going to know whether you have made any progress is by tracking your lifts. And I actually have a, a tracker that I have made available. You can find the link in the show notes, or you can visit my website, www.befitafter40.com slash tracker. 
And um, yeah, so if you're tracking your lists and you're doing a set program that you're doing over, you know, a particular, like a span of time, of course, you're going to see that your weights and your reps are increasing. So that is going to tell you that you are making progress. Now, if you're not training often enough, or you're not getting enough recovery, or you're missing some of them, very, very, very many other factors, which I refer you again to podcasts 12 and 13 for more information on those, then you may not be seeing progress in your lifts. And then you really, like, this is the one where if you're not actually lifting heavier over time, then you should be like, whoa, something's wrong here and uh, and look into what could be the problem because that for sure you should be having. I mean, okay, maybe if you've been lifting for 10 years and you've reached your like genetic ceiling, you're not going to see very much progress. But I think most of my listeners <laughs> are a little bit newer to this game. So so yeah, you should be seeing the weights go up and the reps go up. And then, you know, what about like, how is it showing in your normal life? Uh, are you, is it translating into your everyday life? So for me, for example, uh, we change our tires here at home. So my tires are stored in uh, a shed in my backyard, which is kind of downhill from the parking lot. So every time we change the tires, I got to grab the tires out of the shed and carry them up to the parking lot and then carry the, the other tires down to the shed. And this time when I went to get the tires in the shed and I was like bracing myself to pick up that first tire, I was like, whoop, wow, that was easy. It was light. And I was just like going up that hill, no problem. So do you have experiences like that? Or, you know, do you catch yourself noticing that, hey, yeah, I'm like slinging gallons and, you know, gallons of milk for my kids, the grocery bags, no problem. Toss them on my shoulders, like hang a few more on my arms, carry them to the house. I don't need to make two trips anymore. You know, are you noticing that kind of thing? Or were you in your garden and you decided, hey, I got to move this flower pot from this side to the other and you picked it up and you're like, hey, this was actually not that hard. So, uh, I mean, of course, that is what we want is that it translates into your everyday life, that you are capable of doing all the things that you want to be able to do. Or maybe you went traveling and you noticed that, hey, lifting my you know, carry-on bag into the overhead compartment was easy. No problem. I didn't need help this time. So, yeah, all kinds of things. Hey, I wanted to run an idea by you. I've been thinking about how to help more women get started weight training. I've been mulling over offering an online group program where women from all over could do this together virtually. So instead of one-on-one -on -one coaching, it would be me coaching a group of women at the same time. I was thinking it could happen in a Facebook group where we could all hang out share training wins, ask questions, and get support and encouragement from the community, and of course, from me too. What do you think? Is this something that might appeal to you? Now, this is just an idea at this stage, but if this is something that could actually interest you, please let me know by signing up for the wait list. Now, signing up is not an obligation to join, but if I do end up creating such a group program, you'd be the first to know 
and be able to join at a discounted price as a founding member. Most likely, I would launch this in the fall of 2023. You can join the waitlist at www.befitafter40.com slash group. And I'll also pop the link in the show notes. It would really help if you would join the waitlist so I can get a feeling for whether this is actually interesting to my audience or not. Now back to the show. Then you can, like one of the first things that I noticed was just how I feel. So I lotion my body every time I take a shower. So there I have an opportunity that I'm like touching my whole body. And I was noticing that, yeah, I actually feel more firm. And that happened long before I felt like I was looking more firm, before I could see the muscle definition coming through. So um, how do you feel? Like how, like how do you feel to the touch? Uh, test that out. And then also, how do you feel? Because one of the great side effects, one of the great uh, benefits of exercise is that it improves your mood. So um, so that's great as well. And, and do you have more energy than you did before? So these, these are those kind of intangible benefits. You can also look at how do your clothes fit? So this is one that I do use. Um, I have noticed, like I have my jeans, my favorite jeans, which sometimes they're like fitting a little bit tighter and sometimes they're fitting a little bit looser. And now I've noticed they fit a little bit differently. Like, uh, because I have my glute muscles have definitely, uh, grown a bit from my working out from my training, then, you know, they sit a little bit differently on me. And so, so that may be something like that, that you notice, and if you are on a fitness journey that includes weight loss, um, because you have been overweight, then for sure that that is one of the very fun ways of, of figuring out whether you're making progress. And uh, and then also, are you seeing more muscle definition? So that's where I have gotten to now, and I love it. It makes it makes the whole thing so worthwhile. Uh, if you listened to a couple podcasts ago, I was talking about what kind of sparked me to get into the weight room and out of the group fitness classes in the first place was that I suddenly noticed that my muscle definition was like gone, you know, and I thought, oh, I'm getting old, you know, I'm I'm starting to be like droopy and, and I'm not ready for this. And, and now after way longer than I hoped it would take, I am seeing those muscles again, and I'm seeing the muscle definition, and I am just, I'm thrilled. So that has made me super duper happy, but that's certainly not something you're going to see early on. So earlier on, you're going to see if you're tracking your lifts, that your strength, your reps, the amount of weight that you're lifting is going to go up. Yeah. Okay. So that was my list. So this is actually a short and sweet podcast, but just to uh, re or sum it up. So one was, so we talked about taking progress pictures and how to actually take a progress video and take screenshots to make the pictures out of that you can take um, measurements of your various body parts. So with, with a tape measure, measuring waist, hip, thighs, um, thickest part of your bicep, these kinds of things. You can take body composition measurements. So 
DEXA scans or the kind of bioelectrical impedance analysis scans. Probably number one, best one is tracking your lifts and seeing whether you are actually increasing your weights over time. I mean, that is a no-brainer. If you are not going up in weights, there's something going on and you need to take a look at it. And are you noticing it in your everyday life that you're stronger, that things are easier to do? Um, and how do you feel? Like how, when you're touching your body, do you feel that you are more solid than you used to be because muscle is denser than fat. So you'll just start to feel more, more solid. And are you seeing muscle definition? So this is something that is going to come with time. Of, of course, if you're very, very low body fat, if you're one of those people who has lower body fat, then the muscle definition may start showing up much sooner. I have a friend of mine who is um, naturally very lean. She always has been. And, uh, and so for her, like as soon as she started weight training, she could see the muscle definition just changing like very quickly. Yeah. And then the last one was how are your clothes fitting? So are they fitting the same way they did before? Are they fitting differently? So if you are gaining, for example, bicep muscles, you'll notice that, you know, maybe you're Shirts are fitting your arms a little bit differently. If you are developing your glutes, you may notice that your pants are fitting you a little bit differently. Uh, so all kinds of things. So that was it, short and sweet today. If there are any questions on this topic, then as always, I love, love, love to hear from you. Um, hit me up in Instagram DMs. That's probably the easiest way to get in touch with me. And also if you have topic suggestions, things you'd like to hear more about, then by all means, uh, drop them in there. And otherwise, I will talk to you next week. Happy training. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of 40 Plus Fitness for Women. If you're enjoying the podcast and want to show your appreciation, please hit the subscribe button. That helps me to reach more listeners because it signals to the podcast algorithm gods that this is a good show. Talk to you next week.